0: And joining us now, Dave Green with the Week Quality Council. Dave, great to catch up with you, sir. How are you?
1: Uh, We're doing great. Glad that we had a successful tour, and uh, everybody, I think, learned a lot. We're glad to be on our way home.
0: Well, a successful tour indeed. I know uh, getting the final estimates in, 49.1 bushels per acre for spring wheat, 39 bushels per acre for Durham. Those are pretty similar to what USDA has out there. Uh, Just in general, Dave, talk about the week. Talk about what you saw across uh, parts of North Dakota and uh, Minnesota as well. What did everyone see?
1: Yeah, I think that, you know it kind of gets prefaced by uh, uh, talking a little bit about the the spring. Uh, they they were coming out of a pretty wet wet uh, winter, and uh, they had they had started planting, and after about a week or ten days of planting, they had a couple snowstorms and some rain, and so everything kind of got pushed back a couple weeks, and then and then you know it it, it just. Uh, I think the look of the crop is is different than most years because there's diversity in 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 stage of development. Uh, we got wheat, we saw wheat fields up there that are, that are you know, uh, the the wheat's ripe and crunchy in your mouth, uh, you know, which means that it could be harvested within the week. And then we saw fields uh, uh, during the week in the northern areas that are just heading. So, you know, that's probably. 60 in my training, that's probably six weeks or so from harvest. So, you know, it's kind of unusual to see that kind of, of, of lateness and range of development with the crop. But having said that, the crop looks great. You know, there's no substitute for planting in, the, in, in you know, all, all the muddy fields. And, and uh, they've drawn on that good soil moisture all year. The crop is uh, thick in most areas and, uh, and healthy looking. It looks like they've got fertilizer on it. They've got their uh, uh, fungicides on it, and it, and it just looks like a pretty healthy crop overall.
0: Well, and I would think with the lateness of the crop at this point, it's probably just going to be a matter of uh, keeping disease pressure back, like scab, and, and keeping grasshoppers at bay, etc. Et wouldn't wouldn't you agree, Dave? Yeah,
1: the the the, the grasshoppers are in though in the far west you know apparently there there's enough of them to, to justify spraying we took, met with a few growers who were who were spraying their, their borders and uh, one of them even did sprayed a couple fields uh, to try to keep those counts down but I don't think I, I think it's like all it's like the scab and the root rot and the, the, the smut and the, the things you'll always see the stem maggots able to see them because you can show people what's going on, but there was not much severity to anything. I mean, we found scab, some scab fields where parts of the heads were, were, were uh, had the mold on them and were, and were uh, 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 dead, but, you know, even in those fields, we're talking in a very low percentage of, of the field, and so we, 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 we've got to see a lot of the, the issues that tend to crop up year after year, but I didn't think there was much severity to anything, including the
0: grasshoppers. And Dave, you know, we see the projections again. that uh, You guys found 49.1 bushels per acre average after the three days. That is a little higher than USDA's initial spring wheat estimate. Uh, I mean, do you think uh, if everything goes according to plan, we're, we're looking at a, a fairly good uh, fairly record size type crop here in spring wheat. Obviously, we know that uh, things are snug around the world with global food shortages and everything going on in the Black Sea, so we're looking for a bigger wheat crop out of the northern tier. I mean, do you think it's possible if everything goes according to plan? Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, certainly. Certainly, the crop's getting better now day-to-day day. Um, than, than it even has been a, uh, a couple weeks ago. So the crop's still adding kernels. There's a there's still uh, you know a week or two or two weeks even for uh, for these fields to uh, continue to fill uh, properly and so the weather they're having up there you know in, in, the, in the 70s you know I think they're gonna have an occasional day into the high 80s or 90s even over the next few weeks but but it doesn't look like they're headed for you know extreme high temperatures that would top off the crop I I, I have every expectation that the thing they we need to have good grain filling weather for the next 10 days that the crop will be bigger yes
0: yeah. well Dave I know as well you mentioned to me before we went on the air just overall the weather you guys saw on the tour this week uh, was uh, almost optimal almost ideal for everyone uh, on the tour here and I'm sure that is a that is a blessing as you uh, wrap things up and head home
1: yeah and even the, the you know the, you worry about scam because that high you get into that high humidity at and, uh, and and in in wet fields with you know you end up with heavy dews and then high temperatures and, and there's that, that's not there it's, it's just very much what you'd expect we were waking up and it was 63 degrees and didn't get to 70 until 10:30 in the morning so it, it's unusually low humidity and and low temperatures which are just going to be perfect for the crop
0: well, Dave, we appreciate the time, and uh, thanks for filling us in on what you found on this year's Spring Wheat and Durham tour across the Northern Plains this week. And with that, I'll let you go. Safe travels home, and we will talk to you again soon.
1: Thanks a lot. Enjoyed it.